Hello, and welcome to the Friday Live thing. Whether you have an existing online business or are just starting out, we show you how to grow and scale your business the easy way. Here are your hosts, Tim Goodwin and Mark Thompson. Hi guys, and welcome to the Friday Live thing with me, Mark Thompson. And what's that coming over the hill? It's a Timster. Tim Goodwin. Hi, Tim. Hey, how you doing? I'm, I'm doing fine, mate. I'm doing fine. Right, before we start, I'm going to do some proper marketing before we start. Stop. We're going to go. If you like what we talk about here, come and join us at the foundation, which is our free, amazingly free. I don't know how we do it free. Um, group, our free community. Join smo.com forward slash free. And then you can talk to me and Tim, ask us questions, ask any questions you've got on marketing. We're always there to answer. Our members are always there to, there to answer. Uh, the most helpful bunch of people, save me doing a lot of work. Um, and yes, we're there usually during the week. Try to take weekends off. So yeah. while you're here, come and join. See, proper marketing. Proper marketing, that makes a change. Get our brand out, mate. <laughs> Hi, Tamar. Nice to see you today. Hope you're not too smoked up down there in Sydney. Oh, right. So the first thing we talked about this morning when we were planning this, literally, we planned what we we we've talked about one sentence about what we we're going to do. We both had no idea what we'd do. We'll wing it. Um, but the first thing we said was, hell, where's the week gone? Yeah. This week has blown. I think it's going to happen to the end of the year now. Um, we're, we're, what, two weeks, three weeks of Christmas now? Two weeks of Christmas? Crazy. It is crazy. I. You know, I, I think what it was, what it is, is that like last week we had a bit of a mental, like I had a mental week, despite turning off most of my ads. Yeah. Um, I did an awful lot of internal marketing, if that makes sense. So I was emailing my list. Ooh, um, I mean, imagine having an email list and making money from it. Oh, who'd believe it was possible? Oh, eh? oh my God, <laughs> what a ridiculous suggestion that might be. Yeah. No, and it's like, you know, kind of... Uh, went full bore with that last week, sold a whole bunch of stuff, had a really, really good week. And um, the beginning of this week has just kind of carried on from that. The last couple of days have been a, a little bit quieter, but um, thankfully, because we had uh, two and a half thousand tubs of lean greens turn up in our office. Um, show the video, mate. Show the video. You're not right, guys. If you ever think of getting into e-commerce and you had yeah. want to fulfill your own stock, just look at this and think again. This is what you've got to deal with. Hold on a second, see if I can do that. Yeah, Hold on one it. second, let's press play. So this is my, uh, oops. This is my office. Hopefully you can see this. <laughs> that is great. If you're on the podcast, I'm really sorry you can't see this, but it's worthwhile yeah. popping along to YouTube or Facebook just to see the stay at Tim's office with thousands and thousands of tubs of lean greens and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a bit mental. Yeah, it is. So, actually, let, let me show you what I've been up to. Yeah, we have boxes, uh, boxes up to our eyeballs. Oh, right? more, more boxes. Uh, but then again, account into account, and this is something really important to understand: is when when stuff arrives on a pallet, it normally comes in cases in boxes like that. Um, the pro the problem with that is that um, I'd accounted for a certain number of units of stock but I hadn't actually accounted for what happens to the box that I've taken the stock out of. Um, and where do I put those boxes? So like the, I've got boxes everywhere on a flat pack. And it's like 190 boxes or something daft, um, which stacks up to about seven foot tall, like stack of boxes. Oh God, dear, I need another office already. Um, <laughs> That's all, it's good though, at least you, you're the master of your own destiny. Right, so let me show you what I've been doing this week. Uh, it's all arrived the other day and I've got it up now. So we've got this side here. I've got a full year planner there. Um, it's one of the blank ones for best self so I can fill in the dates myself. I'll be doing that next week. I have got on this side an email sequence that I'm working on. This was a tip that you may remember Tim, well, one, he didn't really give a tip on one of his shows one day. He had all his emails behind him and I asked him for I thought, good idea. I put them up and I immediately went, oh, that email's a bit long. It's yeah. four full pages compared to the rest of them, which are two pages. So I know which email I'm going to be working on. 
It's but, interesting, actually, the whole like doing the email sequences and printing them off yeah. is actually a really, really great way of being able to visualize not only just the length of stuff, yeah. but also the sort order of your emails. And like, um, you know, if you're doing anything like uh, Andre's uh, autoresponder madness program, um, if you print all of your emails out, you'll have sections within each of the email where you're doing open loops. You're telling us. And one of the things I found is you can literally go, okay, I can annotate on email number 10, the closing of a loop that I opened in email number three and all that kind of stuff. And you can annotate and move stuff around and go, okay, well that email doesn't fit there. Let's move it across there. And it gives you a much better visual sort of idea of what's going on with your, with your, with your sequence. And the other, the other good thing with it, when you print them out, find yourself a comfy chair somewhere. I've got a nice comfy chair in the corner there. I can go and have a quick snooze when it get, all gets too much. Just sit there and read them before you put it on the wall. You spot more things reading them away from your computer than you do on the screen. I don't know why it is. Maybe just we're humans and we're weird. But yeah, that's another tip. I was, um, <laughs> I asked uh, our full-time employee, Ellie, to, uh, if she if she would like to have a go at creating a version of our landing page. Um, and this is the landing page off a page that we've been using for most of the year. And it's generated multiple six figures for us. And uh, she said within about 30 seconds, she'd spotted three blaringly obvious spelling mistakes and grammatical <laughs> mistakes. And it's just like, nobody gives a fine hoot about all of this stuff, yeah. um, which just goes, goes to show it really, you know, yes, it is, it is important um, to read your stuff, but at the same time, it might not be that important. Oh, like, trust me, there you go. Bring back line printer paper. Oh yeah. That's the ones with the tear bits on the side, isn't it? Oh, you want <laughs> Dot matrix, dot, uh, dot matrix printers. There is a video on YouTube or of one of many videos on YouTube, which has the sound of a dot matrix printer. Go look it, look it up. It's, it, will, it, will, it will take you back if you're of a certain age. You like the sound of a modem dialing up. We're showing our age now. Right, anyway, we are. Now you remember actually oh, just another thing on 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 sounds. Um, did you ever uh, did you used to have a, a Spectrum forty eight K? Wait, of course. Uh, and as an X twenty one. When you when you put your tape in to load up the um, the program that you are uploading and the noise that it makes is a very very distinctive noise. Uh, again, it's on YouTube. So yeah, yeah go for it. I can't remember. Telex. I think Dave's just beaten us totally. Uh, yeah. The telex machine. What the fuck's the telex, the telex machine? <laughs> I've now got a fax in my office. Yeah. Yeah. Because it only came with a printer, and I'm like, what the hell's that? I haven't got a phone line, so I don't think the fax is going to work. <laughs> give, give me about five seconds. I have to disappear for five seconds. Okay. You, you I'll talk about something else. Hands up if you remember loading games through tapes. Oh, nobody does. Um, <laughs> I, I, my first computer, I, I actually remember the very first Pong uh, computer games that were in a supermarket. I think it was Supercrin, which, which um, Dave will know. We're, yeah, we are having, a, no, we're, what you got then? What have you got and got? No, no, sorry. No, oh. no, sorry, somebody just stood at the door. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought you'd gone to get a ZX Spectrum or something like that. Well, I do actually have, um, where is that? Uh, is it, no, it's downstairs in the... Oh, in... oh. Donald, you win, man. Uh, that's that is that is proper old school. Now I've actually got um on my uh, shelf in my house downstairs. Actually, I've got um a Spectrum forty eight K keyboard, the rubber keyboard. Remember that? Yeah. I've got one of those. Uh, yeah, very cool. Anyway, sorry, we we're just going full on full on retro. Gastetna machines. Do you remember those? Like. <laughs> Right. So yeah, we're talking about two things, and we've just done it now. We're going to talk about interruption marketing versus um, intent intent marketing. Right. So we definitely do some interruption marketing here because it's completely not rate, 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 rate Right. So the way that I describe 
Um, I, I had um, someone in the office yesterday for a marketing session and um, we're sort of planning their ads campaigns. So I try to sort of describe uh, intent marketing and interruption marketing. And the way I did it was like, look, when you go to Google and you type in best uh, gestetner machine, right? You are looking for a gestetner machine. So if you see an ad for a gestetner machine, you're probably going to check it out. Yeah. If you're on Facebook and you're looking at your friend's dog and the next post is about gestetner machines, you may check it out. But that moment in time, you are, you're not looking at it. It may grab your attention or it may not. And that's really the sort of difference between it. With intent marketing, which is basically, let's, let's just call it Google marketing. Um, yeah. I, I sent Tim a video this week. Um, and it was our good friend, well, for that friend, our hero, Justin Brooke, who went from a $2 a day ad campaign to a multi-million dollar ad campaign over 11, no, he went from $2 a day to a million a month, wasn't it, in, in, in month 11, just by basically reinvesting everything he made from his campaign. So he didn't put any risk in it. But he was saying, and it's, I've never seen, I don't think I've actually seen it before, said anywhere. If you've got a keyword that you're looking for, you, so you're selling um, ZX70, ZX7 Spectrums, or whatever, right? Z, well, K, ZX48 or 48K Spectrum, right? So you're selling a 48K Spectrum. You go into Google and you type in the keyword for, uh, 48K Spectrum. You then go to the top 10 sites on there. And if they're running Google ads, you run your ad for a Spectrum on that page. And I think that is genius. And it, I've, I've never thought about it. I, I don't think I've thought about it. Um, just targeting the, the, because then you're, you're rather than going to the top of the search engine or trying to SEO it, you can just advertise on the, on the page that's at the top. And most people who are getting a lot of traffic will put ads on there. So, yeah. It's, 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 um, that, that, that is pure, pure intent marketing at its very best. And it's, and it's not, um, there is certain elements of search. I've just seen Tamar's just put something about uh, search uh, in the comments. Basically, I mean, you can do intent based search. Uh, results, uh, search uh, ads um, as well. Um, but ultimately, um, you know, the, the, one of the cool bits with Google Display Network is that people say the banner ads are, are dead. Um, well, they're not. It's just a case of, you know, a lot of banner ads are, most people are blind to, to the, the banners that are up there because it's for a Mercedes or it's for a, um, for whatever you know, all sorts of different random stuff that most of us aren't interested in. Mercedes-Benz will spend millions of pounds. Coca-Cola will spend millions and millions of pounds putting, splashing their adverts across the whole network of like um, placements, which yeah. they're basically just, you know, guessing pretty much, uh, or not even guessing, they're just flooding like the whole marketplace with, with their adverts. You can be much more targeted by going, okay, this is the place that I want my advert to show because the content on that particular page is related to my stuff. Yeah. I mean, the, the, when you're, when you're Mercedes-Benz, you can afford to spend a hundred dollars getting conversion because it's, it's nothing on your, from your budget. Um, now, looking back to this morning, I can tell you the exact ads Banner ads that I saw. Well, I can I can tell you three of them because they were retargeting ads. I cannot tell you any of the what, whatever other ones I saw. Okay, so I was shopping for the like, ideas for Christmas presents. I've been retargeted for the last week by one of the companies. So my message to anybody listening to this is, you know, use Google and Facebook, retarget on Facebook, okay? Because, I mean, it's at least, it's interruption marketing still, but it's something that in the last few days they've been looking at, and it's a just a nudge, obviously exclude buyers. Um, and then start your marketing, start your top of funnel marketing, your tofu, 
on the on Google. Like try some display adverts. You don't have to spend a lot of money on Google. You can set up one dollar, two dollar campaigns. So I, I mean, I will at risk of boring you, but I'll tell you my exact plans for next year. I want to grow my list. Okay, as I said last week, and that's my main target is growing my list, and I want to make more sales of my products on the back end. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to advertise probably free courses. So I'm going to do a free version of the 5K metric, which we've got already, and I'm going to do a free version of BISL. They're only going to be at like 8% or 10% of the whole course. It will give people enough basics. I'll show them, the course will probably do a lot of why you should be doing affiliate marketing, why you should be doing email marketing. And then the main paid course will be, the, this is how you do it. And I'm going to drive people to that through Google search. We're, we're actually ranking, by the way, Tim, if you look at um, on serious marketers only, we've got an uh, I've got an article on uh, free affiliate marketing course, right? We're actually ranking on the front page of Google. Didn't even know that until I looked at it yesterday. Um, so now what I have to do was, is go and actually make it point to the right course. We've <laughs> <laughs> actually pointed the wrong course. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to just drive traffic to free courses. Those free courses get people into my list. The follow-up to that free course, which is the list, that's actually the email sequence on the wall behind me there. Um, it's actually got, as I just did nothing I mentioned, it's got over a 40% open rate already. So I know these emails work. And that's going to be the follow-up. That's it. That's my marketing for the next year. In between time, we get people onto SMO. Um, we get people into the foundation, in front of foundation, into SMO, etc. So it's all going to start with a couple of simple searches, search ads on Google, um, retargeting ads on Facebook, and probably retargeting ads on Google Display Network. But I'm not rushing into it. I'm setting up a $5 a day campaign to start with for free affiliate marketing training or whatever, and that will be it. So there's, there's a comment um, from Tamar asking, so you actually choose which pages to display your ads on. Absolutely correct. Yeah. One of the great things with Google Display Network so this is like, this is essentially what people would say is banner ads on Google properties. So say for example, um, you've got like literally millions of pages on the internet, which have been sent ads. And you can basically go, go to right down to the granular level of going, I want my advert to show on this exact page. And here's, here's something you can go even more granular on. I can go, say for example, there's a page on, I don't know, um, uh, uh, msnmoney.com or well, yeah, money.msn.com. Yeah, you know, so there's a particular page or a particular section on, on, the, on that particular website. So there's, a, there's a, 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 an article about Elon Musk and it's like, you can go, I want my advert to show to on exactly that ad on that page, which has got the article about Elon Musk on it. I know, but I only wanted to show it to people that are men between the ages of 25 and 34. And you can put in like all sorts of other like layering onto that as well. You can get super, super granular. You don't necessarily want to because you, you want to kind of like get a bit of a broader sort of field on it, but you can go that granular. And you'll find one of the things you'll do when you start doing some Google Display Network stuff is that you start finding that there's you know, a handful, like 10, 20, maybe 100 pages, uh, URLs, placements, which actually work. All the other billions of placements, uh, they don't. And what you do is you double down on the winners and you ditch the losers. And that's how you win at the Google Display Network game. Um, and, you know, it's actually a really, it's kind of like, um, if you think about it from a Facebook standpoint, it's like Facebook, but on steroids. It's kind of like going, I know that this person is looking at this page because it's to do with, I don't know, Elon Musk. Um, and I've got a, a, a thing, I, I sell batteries, uh, as maybe the example, as, you know, I've got an advert on there about batteries. And it's like, you can't do that with Google. Uh, sorry, with Facebook. Facebook, you've got to go, um, are interested in Elon Musk. Yeah. And then when they're looking at their friends as a birthday party, they're yeah. getting the advert because so and but, but if you here's a tip for you go into facebook and you can actually check what data facebook has on you 
if you look up online, that's what you're doing. Um, you go in and when I look at mine, I went, what? I've got no interest in, the, in that whatsoever. That explains why I'm getting bloody ads for um, pregnancy test kits and stuff like that. No, seriously, I did. I really, I, I actually got me, a 57-year-old man, got a pregnancy te test kit ad. So. so that's, you know, if, if you're, you know, for me, I, I use Google a lot, Google AdWords. Um, I drop in and out of Google Display Network. I've not used it for about a year. And I'm just really now getting back into it because I know that it's a, um, a huge uh, area that I've not really tested, certainly with the offer that we've got running at the moment, which we know it works, and the landing page that we know that works, um, that works on Facebook. And it, I had that realization of like, Jesus, if I actually just did even half as well as I was doing with Google Display Network last year, I would actually crush this. Um, and it would mean that I wouldn't have to chase the tail of the Facebook donkey you know anymore because it's like I, you know I, I've started my ads up again after Black Friday and like the ad costs are still just a little bit too high they're like instead of it being a 30 pound or 25 pound cost per acquisition we're talking 35 40 pounds which is a bit painful to be honest with you on, on Facebook whereas Google I'm still getting you know my 20 pence clicks which I'm quite happy with thank you very much no, it is, it's, there's a, a big myth uh, that JB actually discussed about, he actually, he, did a, he was on a podcast as well last week, and he actually discussed it on the podcast as well, because one of the hosts says, yeah, but Facebook ads is so expensive. He went, yeah, if you're a plastic surgeon in Palm Beach, of course it's too expensive. You get, yes, you are going to pay $50 a click, but then again, you're going you're gonna to make 10 grand when someone walks through, walks through your door. So yeah. it's worth it. Um, yeah. But for, and you pointed out the, the keyword, like, um, how to make money on TikTok didn't exist a month ago or two months ago. So you can, there's millions, millions and millions and millions of new keywords come on there every single day. Um, and all you do, well, not every, every month or every year, you get millions of new keywords. The cost of those is four or five cents a click. So if you can find new keywords around your niche and new ideas, or even new sort of, if there's controversy around and you drive people to an article about that controversy, um, it's cheap. Yep. yep. So there was a, a, another comment. Um, so people uh, from there was this one from Tamara again. So people visiting your website from Google banners ads get Facebook pixels for re retargeting. Absolutely. It's it's like what we've always talked about. Um, probably over the last couple of years now, we've been talking about this. It's like it's kind of narrowing down that big audience as quickly as possible and as cheaply as possible. So it's like. Marketing is a game of elimination, and it's calling out who your prospective customer is most likely to be. And you do that as quickly and as cheaply as possible. You don't want to do like the the fake, sorry, the Google, sorry, the Coca-Cola or the Mercedes-Benz style of marketing where you just get, I'm just going to yeah, put it absolutely everywhere. Um, you know, you want to be a lot. We don't have the the millions and millions of pounds of worth of budget yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why I'm starting, why, why I started talking about Coca-Cola because I saw you drinking a can of Coca-Cola. Um, you're trying to get like your um, get access to your prospects in a uh, in as broad a way as possible, as quickly as possible, but as cheaply as possible. So you narrow that audience down so you can retarget them on. You can retarget them on Facebook. You can retarget them on 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 YouTube. You can you know retarget them. At, you know, on whatever other platform that they might exist on. And that gives you the ability then to spend some more money trying to convert them. But it's like trying to go from that big audience as quickly as possible down to like, okay, these people are most definitely going to buy from us. And one of the great things with Google, you know, certainly with Google Display and also with YouTube ads and stuff like that, and, and the intent behind somebody's search queries and things like that, is that you're not having to kind of like... Um, just target a really broad uh, interest uh, group on, on Facebook to make the Facebook ads work. You can go super, super tight, but get everybody who is looking at an, ad, uh, looking at a, an article about e Elon Musk and you know, your, your battery ads, your, you know, are gonna 
absolutely shine through. So that's really the way I would, you know, look at it is trying to go, okay, these are my best, best prospects. How can I narrow it down to being these people that are actually interested? They click, it's a cheap click to come to your website and then retarget them somewhere else. Yeah. And that's the point. It is you're paying for the click. Yeah. You're not going to run an ad on Facebook and get nothing. Like, oh, on Google, you're not going to run an ad like you do on Facebook. Run it for a week, go back, and you've had no clicks, and yet you still pay $7 a day. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're going to pay per click. And the click might be slightly more expensive, but it is intent. The people clicking that are interested in that topic. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the more you look at Google. Yeah. Go, go. No, it's just the intent marketing. Once again, it's like um, affinity audiences um, and also custom affinity. So like you can actually target people on Google. Um, so like, uh, you can target people based upon which websites that they visited. So say, for example, um, and we've shown this before, say, for example, my business, Lean Greens, and uh, this is not the way I do it, but say, for example, there's like my protein and protein works and, you know, optimum nutrition and all these other companies with all their websites and bodybuilding.com and all this kind of stuff. I could go anybody, I can show my ads to people who just go and look at those particular websites. But here's the cool bit, I can go even more granular on that. I can go, okay, show me, uh, show my adverts to people who visited um, the greens product page on each of those websites of my competitor websites. So I can start showing my adverts because they've shown an interest in greens products on my competitors' websites. Now I can show my adverts to those people, and that's that's true intent marketing. It's like people are going. I've sh they've shown an intent, they've been, an interest, an affinity that they're actually going to go and buy something, um, rather than we're just guessing that they might be interested in CrossFit and by you know uh, by association they might also want to buy a greens drink. Yeah. It's not always the case. You can get right down to the nuts and bolts of it and go, this person's looked at other products, other product pages for my competitors' products, and I can show my, my adverts to them. And that's that's true intent marketing. Yeah. I mean, JB gave an example in the video that we saw where he started off a campaign that was eight, the target was $3 clicks, and he was paying $8 click. And he went, no, don't worry about it. People are clicking, so it's a good start. And then he brought it down to $6. And then he, it, finally, he got it down to $1.56. And it was running at $1.56 for months. And the reason why was once he got 100 conversions, he said to Google, hey, Google, this is what I want to pay for a click. See what you can do. And Google went out. And the once you get to Google get some data, 100 conversions, then it can start to work its magic. And to a certain extent, Facebook does it now. But um, I think the Facebook algorithm is like first grade where Google's algorithm is graduating with a PhD. Um, and once you've got another hundred, you can just go, okay, then do your worst. Yeah. Here's a hundred thousand dollars a day, do your worst. And they will get your clicks down to um, wh whatever you want. I mean, yeah. probably half of what you want. You know, you, you then start feeding in a target cost per acquisition and away you go. You just go, okay, well, I want to convert this person and I want leads at a dollar fifty or I want a a buyer at you know twenty dollars. Um and they'll go and find you as many twenty dollar on average, they'll go and find you twenty dollar conversions all day, every day, and they'll just go out and put your adverts everywhere where it thinks that they're going to get $20 conversions. And that's one of the, one of the hugely powerful thing with their machine learning and because of their mahoosive reach that they've got, and like they're nowhere near like any saturation point, um, you know, with their, with their, uh, their inventory. Um, Ian's mentioned pre-roll on their video on their videos. So pre-roll on our competitor videos. Yes. If they, if they've allowed ads to be displayed on, um, on their particular videos, yeah, hell yeah, you can put yeah. your video ad in front of your competitors' videos that they've stuck up on YouTube. Uh, yeah. Tamar, basically, a really good point on that. So well, I've been watching some Borderlands three videos this week 
or the, over the last few weeks since the game got released. And is a company that pre-roll almost every single uh, game about it because they sell Borderlands 3 related stuff. Okay. Now I was thinking, oh, should I do a course on how to create videos, uh, uh, gameplay videos, right? And build a, a YouTube channel that is gameplay videos because you imagine pre-rolling. So some, some 10, 12 year old comes onto YouTube, goes and watches favorite Minecraft games. And before he watches that, there's a video about how to set up a channel, monetize a channel and earn money with YouTube. If that's your type of market, there's a massive opportunity on YouTube. So you've got to, you've got to think of how YouTube works and how you can make YouTube work for you. Now, for, for me, I mean, affiliate marketing, there's probably a few channels I could probably pre-roll on, uh, offer a free affiliate marketing course. Not sure if it could be any good, but in that case, but the opposite case is on Twitter, I can target um, people who are like um, the people who like digital marketer or people who like digital marketer with free affiliate training videos. Now that might work really well. Uh, so it's, it's, I know it's supposed to be talking about in, um, that's intent marketing once again it's like to a certain degree if people are looking at digital marketers like youtube video series or whatever then ultimately your their intention there is to learn about like you know digital marketing so your thing is going to be much much more like you know appropriate to that um do we have a course on this we have some advertising we've got some facebook courses we have an old Google course, I think, but I'm pretty sure that we will be, we'll do a new course on this because we, we'll both, within the next three weeks, we'll both be running a lot of ads on there. Um, so, you know, I was asking Mark about like, you know, uh, our good friend, uh, you know, our hero, Justin Brooke, he has a, a Google Display Network um, course, but it's about three years old. Unfortunately, things like text, ads on the google display network just don't exist anymore um it's it's all changed i can't i can't i can't get text ads anywhere you know on gdn anymore he was he was recommending it in that video we watched the other day and that that's an up-to-date video and he was saying oh, do text ads because they work better than um image ads i, can't, I cannot for whatever reason i've tried so many different ways to create text ads in the last, in the last two days I've spent the last two days trying to create text ads and all it wants me to do is do responsive uh, responsive ads, which is kind of like text ads, but you put in some imagery to go with it as well. So you upload like a bunch of like images, um, a logo and all that kind of stuff. And then you give like five different headlines and five different descriptions and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, I could not get text ads I, you might still be able to do it. You might still be able to upload them through the um, Google Ads tool thing that they have, the bulk uploader. Um, I'll, actually, I'll ask in ad schools later about it. Yeah. Um, see if anyone's had any, been able to do it in the last couple of days. Um, the other thing, the other thing with Google that is massive that you won't get with Facebook is they'll give you two hundred dollars to start with. They'll give you play money to start with, um, and. If you want to play money, what you do is you set up a Google account, set up a, set up a, a G Suite account with, and get a, a Gmail address and you will get $200 sent to you and they will keep on bugging you and say, hey, run it, run ads. They do it to me now, but they're doing it through the Spanish site rather than my UK one, which is annoying. But I'm sure every, I don't know, every couple of years, if I haven't run any ads on Google, they send me another couple of dollars to get me going again. And then I spend that and then I stop again. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That, it, he does update them sometime. Is it different bits get updated? Um, he's, he's doing a lot of new courses at the moment and re redoing them because the old, he doesn't like the old style, I believe. So, yeah. Well, the, the, the GDN one that I've got is the. Um, when he was still DMBR, uh, DMBNI or whatever it was, DBNI, or I can't remember what, what it was. Um, but yeah, or I am scalable or whatever he wants to call it these days. 
Um, but ultimately, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's you know the the, the context and the idea behind you know, running the campaigns is is still the same. It's just that the creative side of things has changed, and like they obviously. Um, uh, Google keeps on adding yet more and more features onto their stuff. Honestly, I, we 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 keep on saying this, but like you know, I run I run Google ads just as much as I do Facebook ads. Um, I, I I really do encourage everybody to at least have a play with Google Ads because there is so much more scope available to you on Google Ads and. Um, potentially lower costs than Facebook ads. Facebook can make things a little, they, they say, people say that it's Facebook's easier. Actually, I think that Google is easier. I think what, what people don't like about Google is when you look, start looking at it, it's confusing as hell. But once you dive in there and you've played with it for a little, it's like any bit of software. If you take an hour to get to, le to learn it or a, few, a weekend to get to learn it, then you're fine. Make some, make some ads you don't have any intention of putting live yeah. Um, play around with it. Click on stuff. Get reports. I've got. I've still got all my reports from the ads that I ran last year on there. Yeah. Um, be careful though. When you run, I run a lot of video ads, and they ended up showing on Justin Bieber videos. Now, Justin Bieber videos weren't my probably my target market watching those. Uh, so do be careful. So um, you know, there's there's certain things you can do with certain with YouTube, you know, and um. If you're going to start doing anything on on Google, I would start very simply with Google search ads and and do um, run your campaigns uh, based upon keywords and do it for keywords like your business name, your product name, that kind of stuff, because they're the perfect retargeting ads. So when somebody does a search for, you know, Lean Greens, they're going to find me. And that's where I get the majority of my conversions from the next. If you're going to do something like YouTube ads, um, there is basically um, decide where you want your ad to show. So use placements as being one of the first things that you uh, that you use to figure out where your your uh, your video ad is going to show. So I use a tool called uh, TubeSift. Um, I think it was somebody on here who recommended it to us. Um, the TubeSift was is basically a way of I can do a search for um, all of the monetizable videos for, say, Joe Rogan experience. And um, so I can then get grab all of the URLs, all the YouTube URLs, and just target that particular those particular videos. And it stops you falling foul of having my videos shown for, uh, for Justin Bieber. And if you're going to do Google Display Network, do is exactly what we uh, the starting point for Google Display Network is exactly what Mark said a little earlier is like you go and do a search on Google um, on a Google search for the keywords that you want to be um, shown for and find all of the pages in the side that say the top 20 or the top 30 pages which are showing Google ads grab those URLs of those specific placements and feed that into your Google Display Network campaigns. So you're starting with placements once again, and you're being very, very specific about which pages your ad shows on, and it stops your ads from suddenly just going boom everywhere and getting, you know, spending a hundred dollars like that and you losing your, 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 your shirt. So um, placements is definitely a good place to start for Google Display and for, uh, for YouTube. Um, for Google search, obviously just use your primary keywords. So the keywords for your business name, your product names, your name, if you, if you're a, a personal brands, that kind of stuff, yeah. that's where you, uh, that's a great place to start. Um, for, 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 for don't bother doing that. Sorry? If you've got a common name like me, don't bother doing that. No, 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 don't go to go, don't go for your name. So, but yeah. Um, so basically, I mean, this turned into a, you know, try intent marketing rather than interruption marketing. It wasn't supposed to be like that, but it pretty much, um, as I said, my method from now on is going to be Google to drive traffic and get leads, Facebook to retarget, plus you can also retarget on Google as well. Um, but I'm just going to start off with basic two, three dollar, five dollar a day campaigns on Google just to get things ticking over. When that starts converting, then I'm going to scale it up and but scaling on Google is 
really easy compared to scaling on Facebook. You yeah. scale on Facebook and you break things. Well, that's the thing with, with say, for example, for Google, um, you know, uh, if you try and scale on Facebook, you kind of follow these unwritten rules of like, well, don't scale more than 20% a day because your ads will blow up, which is what happens when you try and scale more than 20, 30% a day. Um, Wait, with, I mean, why on earth would you have a system where you can, you can kill it all by giving them more money? I mean, this, this frustrates the hell out of me with Facebook. What, first, first thing, right, I'm going to go on a Facebook rant, rant. First thing with Facebook, you struggle to get your ads approved, right? You struggle to keep your ad account, okay? You, str you struggle to make conversions, and you're going to lose money no matter what you try to start with until you get it dialed in, right? Then you finally get it dialed in, and it's working. Yes, now we're going to make some money. I'm going to scale it up, and it kills it. I mean... Why Facebook? And, and woe betide, you you pause your ad at any point because you yeah. run out of stock, like me. Uh, you run out of stock for a, a couple of weeks, and then you like you've got a winning campaign and it works and it's doing absolutely, it's really killing it. You have to pause it for a few weeks whilst you get your stock issue sorted, and then you restart it again and it stops working. It's like seriously. <laughs> And then the costs go up because it's Black Friday. <laughs> but I mean, the other, I mean, the other thing is, you go, you go on Facebook. Oh, I lost my, lost my train of thought there. There was another one there about Facebook that really did my head in. Um, with, with Google, if you want to scale, if you want to, oh, no, you want to multiply, if you want to multiply wait, 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 stop, stop! I've got it before I forget it again. Ad reps, getting someone to talk to. Google. I, I had a problem with my ad account on Google, right? I logged a call, my phone rang within 20 minutes, right? And someone saying, hi, it's Jenny here in the New York office of Google. Um, we've got your call, how can we help you? And then she spent an hour with me on just talking me through you know, how I can best use the account. She fixed the problem straight away and then talked to me. A real person talked to me. Facebook, I'm talking to the bloody AI half the time. Yep. So, Donald, uh, um, so you're basically saying use Google and forget Facebook. No. Um, <laughs> Facebook, Facebook is is basically a great place for retargeting. I, I absolutely crush it with retargeting. For front-end sales, Facebook is like pulling teeth. It really is painful. And like, you know, yes, you can get it work, and I've had it working this year. And it was like, I invested an awful lot of cash in, you know, I do know the amount of money that I've spent this year on Facebook ads, and it makes me just blush. Um, but it's like, you look at the amount of money that I've spent on it, and you're going, okay, well, I've spent, the problem is the time that I've spent to try and get to that point where I've actually got yeah, a campaign, and the effort and the pain and the anguish and the mental issues that it's causing me. Um, because you sit there just absolutely crapping yourself that tomorrow it's going to break, which is what will happen. Um, and it, it, it's frustrating that um, you have that, but it is good for retargeting. Yeah, no, I, I mean, that's what I'm going to, I'm just going to use it for retargeting. So anybody sees any of my ads on, ads on Facebook, you know I'm retargeting you because that's where you're going to see it. Um, when you see my ads anywhere else, then you know I'm using Google. So. Yeah, no, Donald just said, he's like, I was joking, but no, you're right. It's like, to a certain degree, we are saying, forget Facebook. <laughs> but no, there are, there are there are elements to it which are great and other parts which aren't. And it's like, you know, to be honest with you, there are better targeting options and Google's like the, is the 10,000 pound gorilla. And people go, oh yeah, well, I spend all my money on Facebook ads. And it's like, yeah, you, yeah, that's great. Um, but it's like look look for other options and we've said it so many times before but you know if you if you basically you build your house on Facebook which to a certain degree I have it's like yeah if they shut you down that's it you're, you're closed closed down completely um, and at least with Google you've got a, a lot more options uh, for you I have better conversations with my Google ad rep I've had uh, a phone call every two weeks uh, two to three weeks on average with my Google rep uh, this year compared to Facebook, where I've spoken to two people 
the whole year and the, the stuff they come up with is utter dross. Uh, at least the Google ad. Somebody's actually put, point that out in ad skills that they, when they give you a, a, a rep on Facebook, it's somebody who's got no knowledge and they've got a, a book in front of them. And they ask yeah. us to come from the book. They don't, they've ne probably never even run ads and don't know how to do it. And there's different levels. There's, there's um, a, you get a partner, a business partner manager or something like a partnership manager. Those are the ones that actually know. But to get there, uh, you're not going to get there unless you're spending a lot of money to get I'm one of those. Not, not there. So. Right. So here's a good question. Google to a blog post and then retarget. Not necessarily because, for example, the keyword free affiliate marketing course. I can send someone straight to the sign up form for my free affiliate marketing course because that's what they're looking for on Google. Uh, so I don't have to go and educate them about why they should want a free affiliate marketing course. I can, I can go, here's a landing page, go and check it out, right? Looking for a free affiliate marketing course. Of course they are, they just typed it in. And you can also use the text of the ad to exclude people. Okay, looking looking for a, a um, looking to buy an affiliate marketing course. So people who click through that aren't going to uh, be looking for a free one because I've suddenly excluded them. So you're only paying for the clicks that are actually um, worthwhile. Yep. So you can actually filter even more with those ads. So give you another example, my, you know, I use, use a headline of hate vegetables, question mark. Yeah. Nobody's, nobody's going to click that if they don't actually hate vegetables. No, I love vegetables. Oh, militant vegans. Militant vegans. Well, yeah. Well, pretty much all vegans are militants. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they'd be waiting outside for me with placards again. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think that, that's about it for the week. Yep. Right, we won't be here next week. Tim doesn't know this because I'm going to be up all night watching the election. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to take Friday off. Ah, dear. Um, one last question for or comment from Donald. It says, so have Google relaxed? Donald. On... Learn how to pronounce bloody Irish names. Donald. Donald? Donald. It's Donald. Donald without a D. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we're not even getting started on your surname, are we? <laughs> no, no, not a chance. So have Google relaxed somewhat on sending people to squeeze pages? There was a time they were shutting down accounts all over the place. Yeah. No, it's it's not that they've got any more relaxed. It's just that um, know what to do now. People, yeah, people know what to do. People have followed the terms of service. Here's here's the real simple way of doing. Look, making sure that you're you stay on the right side of Google. Make sure on the landing page you have navigation, navigation to the important pages, disclaimer, terms, conditions, you know, all of that kind of stuff on there. And don't, okay, here's the easy way. Don't be a dick. Um, you can send people to a squeeze page, but a squeeze page, it can't, you can't create, you can't send people to a page where the, the sole reason for sending them to that page is to get them to opt in. Um, so, so which which sounds ridiculous because that's what a squeeze page is. It's like the sole purpose is to get a, uh, an opt-in, but you can create um, you know a unique, interesting informational page so that the value of the page is useful. But you can do things like use a convert box to have like you know uh, a bar at the bottom. It, it, something that doesn't fill the whole screen. So don't do like full screen takeovers and pop-ups and all that kind of nonsense, but like still have an opt-in, make the opt-in the most obvious thing on the page, make it the obvious next thing, the next step to make once they land on that page. Or if it's for, if you're selling something like we are, it's like, make sure there is, you know, you're not making any outlandish claims. You know, you're not making any health claims that can't be backed up. You've got your testimonials um, disclaimer on there with like a star against every testimonial. Just follow the terms of service exactly the same as you do with Facebook ads. It's why people get banned from Facebook is because they don't read the terms of service. Um, and like the the, the, the the ad guidelines and the, the landing page guidelines. Keep it simple. Like don't, don't be a dick, basically. So, yeah, it's just... Not become more relaxed is that we've just got better at creating the landing pages. They have, they have, since they, they got competition, they've realized that. I mean, 
they have rather than just go oh no we're the only game in town now they're going okay well, this is what you need to do and they will yeah. tell you what you need to do so they don't just ban your accounts left right and center they, they are available to a better job of telling you where you're going wrong yeah. so say for example i ran an advert um had a uh, created a bunch of adverts and i created like 10 different like headlines or whatever it was and one of them had the word free in it and in free as in capital f-r-e-e -E in caps and i was like um it was saying that it was excessive capitalization and i hadn't noticed the word free and i thought it was something else in my in my headlines that was causing it but no they came back and like the, the woman said oh you've got one of your headlines says free just change that to capital f lowercase r e e and you'll be fine it will approve it and it was like my god they gave me exactly the thing that i needed to do to fix my ad to make sure it ran yeah you don't get that from facebook yeah no anyway, you don't, you don't get anything like that from facebook <sighs> right I, I don't think i mentioned this did i i got these turn up from best self today oh the other day these are little sticky, but the back of them are sticky when you take the paper off. Day planners. You see, it goes Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then a weekend, and then a, a place at the bottom to write stuff. Okay. I've got one stacked, stuck to my desk. It, I would highly recommend this. Um, you can just plan your, your week in, in front and have it stuck on your desk, then dry erase it at the end of the week and start all over again. Um, it's only Sorry? Alternatively, get a notebook. Yeah, I've got a notebook. I've got stuff written in my notebook, but I mean, this is because it's just it's just next year. I found it so easy. So it's called the uh, Any Place Weekly Edition. So that's no affiliate links, nothing. Just I highly recommend it. Um, that is probably it. Now, obviously, we've entertained you all day long. So if you're not a member of the free lowercase, 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 capital E. <laughs> Serious marketers only group called the foundation. Come and join us on jointsmo.com forward slash free. And if you want some vegetables in your life, go and get some lean greens. Yeah, I've got two and a half thousand tubs to sell in like yeah. the next month. Um. <laughs> Notice how we subtly get a, a picture of a tub of lean greens or lean greens banner into almost every show. Show us your phone, Tim. Oh, <laughs> uh, we, could, we could be great at marketing if we took it seriously. <laughs> Uh, uh, do they do a whole life one? I see, I see you're talking about the little plastic things. Well, they're quite thick and plasticky. So if you don't, if you use a dry erase marker, it will last you longer. It'll last longer than you. Um, that's why I've, I've got the, the two six month planners on my wall now. So looking forward to next week when I actually remember to bring a pen with me and fill, start filling them in. <laughs> right, right guys. I've got to get, get, get it going. So yeah. I've got to stop waffling. Have so, a great weekend, guys, and we will see you in two weeks' time. Cool. I'll be in bed because I'm going to be up till about five in the morning. Special question. Watching how the future of the once great country goes. All right. Oh, my God. I got political. Absolutely fucked. I know. See you later, guys. Bye. <laughs>